Welcome to episode 706 of today's antidote, where we've been talking or we will talk about achieving your goal. And of course, to achieve your goal, any goal, I don't care if it's a small goal or a big goal, that thing you're going to try to do today or this week or this month or before the end of this year or someday, they're going to be challenges. Today, we're going to talk about those challenges, how to deal with them, what they look like, and we're going to give you two tips that will really help you. So stay tuned for today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Got a lot going on, uh, but really good. Are you really good because you have a lot going on or you just have a lot going on? Uh, I know Busy Bob likes that, so I'm just... They, they are separate. Um, they are separate entities, but I conflated them. So I, you, you, thank you for for catching me. I just was was trying to better understand. I like to be busy, and it's also a good day for a variety of reasons. Oh, uh, are you all excited about the election results? I wanted to sort of. Part of me was like thinking that the opening for this would be oh, the results are in. Like we were announcing some information about the election, and I was like. I, I will tell you, since you bring it up, election night always reminds me of a time when I was a newspaper reporter years ago in a local community where I'm now living. And we would get the election results and they come in every 15 or 20 minutes. And we had a spreadsheet in the paper. Now, this was a manual spreadsheet. And we updated it with each precinct because we didn't know when the additional precincts would come in and we were going to go to press whenever we had to. So we would, you know, district one council seat A, we'd put 32 votes from from the first count. And then some, and we had a reporter running back and forth from the election office. It was about a three block run. I was fortunate. I never had to be the runner. I was always the guy who was uh, proving the uh, information, but th- we'd have two or three people that were literally, they'd give a set of results on paper, they grab them, run to the office. We'd add them to the spreadsheet. They'd print it out. I'd verify it against that sheet. And that person would run back. And they did this. We did this for like, I don't know, four or five, six hours from probably 8.30 to 12.30. Every well, election. No cell phones, clearly. No cell phones. We're talking 19, let me think, 1988. 1990 and 1992 and i guess i was there for 1994 but it was it was a it was something you know you think about the technology now that you could just on your cell phone heck you could live tweet it if you wanted to sure and back then this was but we got those results in the paper as best we could but i was always scared to death that you know you get the number wrong and you'd have this person get elected and that person not get elected. Talk about not achieving a goal. Well, yeah, I guess. And, and I will say that it looks like voter turnout was high this time. 
Which is interesting because I went to the poll when I went to the polls at seven p.m. Uh, yeah. Okay. I uh, well, at seven a.m. I was with you right here. So just saying. Okay. Fair. And of course, I went to the wrong location <laughs> because well, Maryland did some redistricting okay. after the last election, and so um, and I'm pretty sure that the, you know, and I can't always remember. Uh, so I went down there and we walked right in and then I went to the appropriate location and walked right in. They handed me a ballot, although I was surprised that I had a paper ballot. I thought oh, I had we, a choice. Well, paper they gave us a electronic. choice, but they had like, for and mine, they had like 12 stations where you could do the writing of the, and they had two electronic and i'm like what year are we in although i the the polling place i was at the guy who i was talking to that works there said most people were choosing the paper ballots not the electronic i was i felt like i was back taking the sats again doing those little (laughs) worrying that i was outside the line and did i get it all filled in and you worry about being outside the line boy I've given that up over the years. Well, when I, I'm when outside you, the line all the time. When you read the instructions, it's like, well, you know, you always hear about like, wow, if there's writing outside the line, you might be validated. Yes. Like, then I got thinking in the middle of it about the hanging chads and all that <laughs> poking it out. I was like, <laughs> we are back in whatever year that was, 2001. No, 2000, 1990 something, right? 1999, because the ele- yeah, 2000 was the. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. This is we're not achieving our goal for this episode. <laughs> well, we're doing our introduction. That might be our goal. We are. We are. All right, everyone. Good morning and welcome. This is not your local news station providing you election results and an update. Election on update with Tom Brush. Yes. Late breaking news. Welcome to today's Anadar, our daily broadcast and podcast, where each weekday morning, Bob and I have a conversation around a topic. This week's topic, as Bob said in the introduction, is achieving a goal. And today we're going to discuss the challenges around that. Uh, As we go through that conversation, if you have any thoughts or ideas you'd like to share, please feel free to share them in the comments. No matter what social media you happen to be following us on, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or LinkedIn Live, baby! It's funny how that has become a thing. (laughs) Interesting how like you go along and you do things and you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then it becomes, you do it a second time and... Now it's a thing, which is there. There are people in my life that there are things that I do that probably they wish they had not become a thing. Okay. For instance, I was in a grocery store last night doing the uh, Pac-Man dance that Kevin James does in Hitch to a song. And you do that every time you're in the grocery store? No, I do that just whenever music is playing and it's the right tune and you know you know you know the scene right i'm not sure i mean i'm sure Have i you do hitch with will smith and kevin james and uh eva mendez oh. the guy the guy's a matchmaker and he's teaching kevin james how to yes how to date and kevin james shows him his dance moves and at one point i don't know if i can do it because i can't stand up but he goes you know he's going across and can't touch me can't touch me and he's doing the pac-man dance to a song and they get slapped by Will Smith, and he says, "Never do that again." And so you've decided that that's something you're going to do. 
when the matchmaker says don't do that? <laughs> it's just funny because there's a the, part of the song, part of the dance is where he, see, I know this really well. He says, he describes what he's doing. He's like, take the Q-tip, throw it away. Take the Q-tip, throw it away. Making pizza. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, please feel free to share your comments, thoughts, and ideas. Why did I have this down? About that right? or anything else. <laughs> and uh, at the end of our conversation, Bob and I will each offer our- I'll put a link to the scene in the chat so people can see what we're talking about. It'll make their day. That's, That's it. Idea. Um, so if you, and sorry. I've derailed you. Just discombobulated. <laughs> yes. At the end of our conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote. That thing that we hope will help you if you're struggling to figure out how to achieve your goal or not sure to do after you've achieved it, uh, figure out how to take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. And we welcome your one oh, thing. Sorry, got that going in the background. Didn't, didn't mean to. We welcome you to share your antidote if you have one, because we know that it might be what someone else is exactly looking for. So please feel free to share your thoughts and ideas as we go through the show. Before we dive into our conversation, though, each morning, Bob and I do our celebrations. Be interested in this one. Bob, what are you celebrating today? <laughs> I was going to say, you're walking into a firestorm. No, I'm going to celebrate that people got out and vote yet, voted yesterday. I, I really, I was concerned, you know, these midterm elections tend to be a time when the voter counts are not high because it's not a presidential thing and there isn't all that big to do about it. But people got out and, vote, and voted. And regardless of how it turns out, it's great that we have a democracy and that people take a serious look at things and i was talking to someone after they voted and they said that this was the first time they voted this was a woman probably in her late 30s and she said i just never did it before it never mattered to me i thought it was a joke and so it was like you know i congratulate her i shook her hand i'm like that that was really i'm really excited for you and she's like it's kind of cool <laughs> and i think that's i think that's what people realize so i celebrate all the people that took time out of their busy schedules went to a polling place and made a choice. And I also celebrate the people that did it by early ballot, you know, people overseas, people displaced from their home, whatever it is that, you know, that's it. That's an even greater effort. I would agree. Do you share who you voted for with anyone? Just a curious. Um, I, I, I used to not at all. I did a little bit in the last couple of elections and it caused some friction with some uh, with um, family members. So I will not be sharing this time. Um, uh, I, I, I in Maryland, we were we were uh, voting on whether legalized marijuana, small yeah. amounts of marijuana. I had a discussion with someone last night about that issue, but did not did not go into any deeper water than that. You know, uh, I, I, and I think politics, you know, as a business person, I'm not sure I would really talk about politics today with anyone because I, I, I've, I've profiled my customers before and thought that they were a certain way politically only to find out that they were not. And for what I do, it doesn't matter. And 
I, I think that's one of the things. And I, I did have one client, someone you know as well, that pegged me to be very, very a certain way, which was counter to the way he was. And that affected our relationship, I think, in some ways. That there was a, well, you're not who I thought you were type of component. And I think that's that can be difficult. So my advice to people for what it's worth is today's probably not the day to talk about the election results other than things like, wow, there are really a lot of people that voted. You know, if if you and I were to at lunch together and there weren't a lot of people around and you asked me who I had voted for, I would tell you. And I think you would tell me, right? Nope. Wow. Okay, forget it. Never. I'm not talking election with you ever again. I, I'm happy to talk politics. Happy to have a conversation around the. the but the you won't. You won't share who you voted for. I don't think it matters to anyone else. I think it matters to me. I I don't tell my wife who I vote for. My daughter, when I walked in, asked. She asked me if I voted for the. I think she she asked me who I voted for. I think, or she asked me if I voted for the marijuana uh, proposition. I guess or act or art, whatever they call that. And uh, and I I said, I don't tell people what I voted for. I said I'm happy to have a conversation conversation around it i just think that that's the results it's more the conversation and my feeling is that once you if you just all if my opinion is mm -hmm. if all i do is share how i voted it someone is going to you know put me in a box of this is who i am right. rather than consider that there's a whole lot of things that go into the choices we make doesn't necessarily mean that we aren't open to learning more so that we might be impacted to do something different. So yeah. I'm happy to talk politics. If people, if it, the conversation is to share and learn, if somebody just wants to tell me that they're right and I'm wrong, not, not, that's not a conversation. Okay. I, mean, I like that's that. That's the way I go. I mean, if you wanted, to, if we were having lunch, and you want to talk about it, I would talk about it. I wouldn't okay. tell you what I voted for. I don't think that's, that's why we do it privately. That's my my opinion. Okay. That's All it. right. So, I I I understand that, and I appreciate that. I think I appreciate that more now than I I did a couple years ago. You know that that, and it is private. You know, no one gets to really influence who I vote for. And I could. The other thing is, you know, crazy idea. You could tell people you voted one way when you actually voted another, and there's no way anyone would ever know. And I would imagine that happens a lot. Happened to and Hillary Clinton a lot. I think it's happened to a lot of people a lot. Because, you know, again, because it becomes so polarizing and people are people have their own opinions and they're not willing to be open to the fact that what's real for someone else is different. And so it's that's why they might do what they do. And they don't want to be put in some sort of box of this is who they are only based on one one piece of information that now you, you're making a judgment on that and a bias based on it. So I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to share that with anybody. Okay. Well, we should probably, uh, and that's what I'll celebrate. Okay. The ability to keep your vote private that you don't have to okay. tell anyone what you're doing. Okay. I like that. That's good. I love when we get to debates about things. I mean, not a debate, just a not similar perspective. It's, it's good to, able to have that and i think it's also good that you and i can model that without yelling at each other 
because I, I, we seem to be in a world where there's lots of yelling. Lots of yelling. Lots of yelling. So no, no. as we avoid yelling, we've been talking about achieving a goal all week. And today we're talking about the challenges. Tom, would you like me to go first or do you want to go first? Go ahead. Okay. I think the biggest challenge to achieving a goal is either not knowing what your goal is or not believing you can do it. I think we set goals because of, oh, you're going to, you're going to have a good time with this after the program. I can see it now <laughs> because of arbitrary factors. I want to be a millionaire. I want to double my sales. I want to um, double the amount of donations to our nonprofit. I want to double our staffing. I want to double the size of our office. I mean, I hear a lot of, there's a lot of doubling in goal setting. It's easy. It, so it's well, easy, easy, to, easy to come right. up with, very difficult to achieve. Right. And I don't know that when I talk to people about why they set those types of goals, there isn't a lot of internal logic to it. It's not like, you know, like, oh, you want to double sales. Are your competitors doubling sales? Oh, no, they're they're only increasing by like 10% a year. Okay, so where's that other 90 coming from? Are you that much better than they are? No, they've been established for 45 years and we just started two years ago. Okay, why do you want to double? Well, I mean, you know, imagine if we doubled, we could do this, this, this. But I think, and that's one of the, I don't know if it's the fantasy world that we many of us live in or if it's just the, the easy world. But I think the exercise you did with me a couple of months ago, we really looked at the goals and what they what connected to the goals and what the overarching goal was. And then, OK, here are sub goals. And if these sub goals are your goals, then that means this. And we kind of did it backwards. I think often we just set the goal and say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 40. OK. And then we don't do the work to get there. You know, to be a millionaire by the time you're 40, that means you got to be saving money. Maybe. It means you got to be working. It Maybe. means you, gotta, you know, a lot of things have to go into it. It's not you're not going to the, the millionaire fairy is not going to drop unless you're the person out in California and then you're a billionaire. So you're not a millionaire and you've got bigger problems. Or opportunities. <laughs> oh, I bet they're getting opportunities this morning. <laughs> if anybody knows phone, who they I are. I bet that cell phone's ringing nonstop. <laughs> yeah, which could be it's. And again, there's there some benefits to that as well. Yeah, I, I think the one thing you said in there that I, uh, uh, struck me <clears throat> is arbitrary. Because um, I'm not sure it's arbitrary. I think it's based on their knowledge, experience, and perspective, which might not have all the information. Okay. You know, if I say I want to be a millionaire, and if I say I want to be a millionaire, because that, or I want to double our revenue, because that's what you said. Mm -hmm. Because it'll help us do this, 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 and this. That's not arbitrary, right? There's a reason there. It's but often people don't have that that reason. It's just I just want to double revenue. Yeah, I think they would probably say, "Well, that'll make it. We can. We'll have more. We'll have more. I'll make. I'll make more money. I can pay my people more. I can." So I think there's something behind why they chose that number. Fair. Yes. And so, and it's all based on whatever their knowledge, experience, and perspective is. They might believe that, well, if I make a million dollars, that means I, that's how I, what I equate to success. 
that's what I equate to being comfortable. That's what I equate to being able to pay my bills. That's what I, you know, so there's some reason why they chose that. It wasn't like, all right, let me put a whole bunch of numbers up. Let me throw a dart and see which hits it. And even in that, the numbers that you choose to put up there, there's something behind it. So I, I think that, I think what happens is they don't know how, they don't know why, or they haven't considered all the factors. I think that was part of our conversation yes. that you were talking about was diving into a little bit more of, well, what does that mean? And why does it mean that? And, and if that's what you're saying, okay, now what's, what are the strategies to get there and how, you know, how much is each piece of it? It's that the idea in the, of the goal is great because of what we believe it will provide. And, and I think that that, makes us think a lot about the goal not as much about okay if that's what we're trying to do how are we going to do that how do we dive deeper into it and a lot of times i think it's like well okay we'll just we do this or we do this a little differently or we change this or we add that that that's that's going to help us get there and it may and it may not you know we don't know and i think that's that's a part of it. I think one of the things we tried to do with in our conversation was do the best that we could at the moment with like, okay, where is this going to come from? How much time is that going to take? What's it going to look like? You mean our conversation around my goals? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, I, I, I was, I was confused for a second. And so we were getting a little more into the detail of, you know, the sometimes more challenging work is, all right, how are we going to figure out how to get there? Because you can choose a goal. It can be whatever it wants. And then the, and that's fair because it might be your dream. It might be you always want to say, I made a million dollars in a year. Okay. That's that's a valuable reason for why mm -hmm. you might set that goal. And now the question is, what are we going to do about it to achieve it? And I think- And how many years has that been the dream or the goal and you haven't really taken the action? Because I've got a list of those that I could tell you about me that you know, probably half a mile long. Okay. And I would imagine you're not alone. I think we all have, and that's why it's like a dream. It's not really a goal. It's this dream that we have in our head of, if I could do this, this is what that would provide for me. This is how I would feel. This is what I would look like. This is what it would be like. And, and so I think one of the challenges is how do you take that dream and really turn it into a goal? Like to me, the dream is the thing that's out there and it's it's very ethereal and it's very just kind of rolling around in our head. <clears throat> I think when you start to get serious about the dream is when you create a goal and then you create a um, the action steps and the plan to try to put it together. And I think, you know, that's that's one of the things is is it's easy to set a goal to decide on a goal the next is how do you how do you put in how do you put in place a plan that's going to help you get to there and that's what you're going to help people with at our workshop on december 8th in baltimore to help it them is. figure out that whole sequence from dream cutting back to what is the goal to coming up with the action steps so walking away from that experience with oh these are the steps I need to take. And I can tell you, Tom does a great job with this. I can't wait to go through it again. He did it with me one morning and 
it gave me so much clarity around some things I've been trying to accomplish for a couple of years. And I, I now know the action steps, which you may say, oh, well, big deal. No, it's great to know those action steps because I also know the days I don't take those action steps. And it's easier to correct course when you know what you should or could be doing than it would be when you're just going, well, my goal is X. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I'll find it. it. This is much more concrete. So it, it and this, I would tell you this uh, process Tom walked me through would work for a business goal. It would work for a team goal. It would work for an organizational goal. It would even work for a personal goal. If you wanted to work on, I, I want to make enough money to buy a Maserati. This would work. This sequence that Tom has worked out really would work for that as well. And I think if you're in the Baltimore area, December 8th, we'll be starting around 8 a.m. and it'll go to 4.30. There's even a happy hour at the uh, end that we're going we're gonna to hopefully uh, have some fun and talk about just what we've achieved over the course of the day. And if you're not in the Baltimore area, hey, you know what? Do me a favor. Put something in the chat saying you'd like us to do a virtual one of these because I'm trying to talk Tom into doing a virtual one. And I think if I get, I don't know, 15, 20 people in, in on that, we can probably make that happen. And it's it's a fun process, too. It, this is not you're not going to scratch your head. You're going to Tom's going to ask questions and you're going to the, the answers are going to flow from you, I think, in a way that you probably aren't used to. And uh, so there, there there's my. Uh, endorsement tom and my testimonial all at once i like that excellent yes no it'll, it'll be i think i think you'll find it valuable so and uh, is that uh that um uh sales page that someone can register it's on? almost ready okay I, it'll I be ready by noon today okay all right there you have it the goal will be met <laughs> yes and, well and what i think the action steps there well <laughs> and that's a fact you know it, it's interesting that's exactly and as I was saying that, I was thinking like, it's interesting that clarification or that little adjustment in, you say you have a goal. Have you done anything to actually try to achieve right. it? Right. I thought the goal was yesterday. It was. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying no, to. No, no, it's very fair. But, and I've but, been thinking but, about that but myself. But there's where this process also works because if you had the action steps, you could tell me if you chose, hey, the action step was I was going to carve out 45 minutes to do the last minute stuff and I just didn't find the time. Okay. And if, if I, you know, thinking about me, uh huh. if I was you, I would have said, Tom, is this really a goal or is it just a dream? But so I asked myself that. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here saying, all right, knucklehead, you talk a big game. Like, is this a goal or is this a dream? And I think that's a fascinating. I wasn't going to do it publicly, but as soon as we got done, I was going to, can I ask you a question, Tom? <laughs> Just go. You could have done it here. I would have been like, you're a hundred percent. That is a very fair question. And, and that's part of what I like about that process. You walked me through is there were some things that were dreams, not goals. That, 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 and the difference being if it's a dream, it's kind of out there. Maybe one day you'll get there, whatever, versus a goal. Hey, I want to do that. Yeah. And I'm willing to commit resources to doing that my time, my talent, my money. And if you're not, you're kind of just, you know, putting words out there. Yeah, it's just a dream. 
it's a thought, you know, it's a thought. It's, you know, if we get to tomorrow morning and I ask you if that page is finished on the website and you say, well, no, uh, yeah. You better call me out be like, hey, t- hey, Tom, you know, <laughs> let's be honest here. What, what are we trying to do? It's 100% fair. Right. And, and I, I don't think-, think we can do that with ourselves very easily. Because we will no. give ourselves, we will accept the, the easiest excuse for not achieving it. And I think that's where the accountability of a coach, of a friend, of someone in your life who can look at objectively and ask you those hard questions can be incredibly valuable. And Certainly. I know people are always talking about, I don't need a coach. I should be able to figure it out myself. I will tell you the accountability I have to Tom makes me do things that I wouldn't otherwise do because I know he's going to be like, so how did your last month go? You asked me yesterday, did I do so, do my uh, review of the month? And it wasn't like he was being a jerk. It's just like, hey, I'm curious because you didn't say anything to me about it. And I had, thankfully, and it, it was useful. And so that's part of this process as well. And if you're going to achieve a goal, one of the biggest challenges is the accountability. It really is. It's so easy to just... Oh, you know, I slept late this morning or I was up late last night or I didn't want to exercise because, you know, the the sun's coming up at a different time and there's going to be more traffic. We are really good as humans at finding the reasons not to do something. Or to deprioritize it. You know, and I think that's fair, too. There's, you know, I, 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 as we were talking about this, I got thinking about we have a Renegade Success Network member who at our check in and check up always asked me, how's my book going? Because I talked about it for well over a year. And, and I think at one point I did say, you know what, I've really given this a lot of hard thought and I, uh, no, no, deprioritizes in his word, deprioritize. It's fallen on my priority list because there were other things that came in. And I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. There's, nothing, there's nothing. It just means that it is not where I want it. Now that could be because it's hard and I'm not wanting to get to it. And I'm sort of putting it off. That's like, I'm intentionally not doing it. Or it's just there. That's the reality is there are other things that at the moment are driving that to fall down in the list of priorities. You know, and, and I think having that, clarity around that is really empowering. Certainly. Because so is. many times it's just, it just happens. You know, you're going to have a book done by the end of the year and the end of the year comes you're like, Oh, I didn't do that book. Oh, darn. Let me put it on next year's to do list. Yeah. And it's still a dream. Not it's really still a dream because there's no action tied to it. Correct. Correct. You know, that, that we throw out. Right. It just is another thing. Yeah. And so I think that that's, that's the, um, it's one of the challenges. I mean, I, I think that there are many challenges to achieving a goal. And I think, you know, as we've sort of talked, you know, and I apologize if I've done this, I've sort of put this conversation along two rails. It's like you're in the process of achieving a goal and then you are, achieving the goal and you've achieved mm-hmm. it. I guess that's different because it's achieving, not achieved. Although achieving could be whatever. Uh, sorry. <laughs> and <Wow. laughs> Welcome to the mind of Tom Brush. <laughs> you wonder why this show is all over the place. Wow. Usually it's me. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, well, what I was going to say is that there are challenges even in achieving the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of my coaches once said to me that, um, the fascinating thing about any step we take or any problem challenge we have is that it, it there's there's definitely a cycle of all right there's a 
challenge, then you create a solution. And the even the solution creates new challenges. So you achieve a goal and there are new challenges that arise like, okay, what's next? And we'll talk more about that tomorrow. And I think that that's all of those things are, are, are a part of what makes goal achieving goals challenging. And yet, as I like to say, for every challenge, there's an opportunity out there that will make it, that could change everything dramatically. And so I think considering the challenges, well, in one way that may slow you down a little bit and allow you to get stuck if you start judging how hard those challenges are. And you could almost take every single one of those challenges and just flip it with your perspective. And it could be an opportunity that could make all the difference that'll help you move forward. Uh, so was that your one thing? I don't know. Share yours and then I'll let you know. I think my one thing is that the challenges are largely in our head. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I think almost everything we described was an internal factor. And I think we tend to discount them. And I think that's what makes achieving a goal so difficult is that we we kind of set the dream and then go on autopilot and just think that, you know, I said it out loud and therefore it should happen. And there's got to be an action step or 74 to get there. And figuring out what that next one can be so difficult. But, you know, so often I find now that if you find the next step, the step after it's, there's momentum built and they start coming one after another. But it's that first one that's so hard to figure out because you're thinking big picture, not microscopic. You know, like I remember working with someone that they, they were reluctant to make calls to potential customers. And I said, hey, can you do me a favor and come up with a list of 10 people? And I want you to get their phone numbers. That was the first week. Second week, it was, I want you to write next to the phone number, the ideal outcome. You know, it was become a customer, introduce me to this person. And then the third week, it was something else. But by the fourth week, he's like, I really feel like I should call these people. <laughs> and he did. And it was fine, but getting him to take that first step, it's like he wants to call, I, I need to call more people about sales. Okay, who would you call? Oh, I don't know. And that step of just getting the names and numbers was the, so empowering. And I think we all, every one of us this morning has something like that, that's standing in our way, that there's a very small, minute step that we could take that would start us moving in that direction. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, Sometimes we think the solution is the solution. And in actuality, there's the step before. There's another micro step, as you shared. Yeah. That makes a difference. You know, like until they went out and, you know, it's one thing to say we need to call more people. Okay. And then you get scared about what does that look like? All right. Well, once you get, if you're scared, What's the minor step, another smaller step that you could take that'll help you get through that? And yeah. it might be going out and, okay, well, let me go put it on a list and put it in front of my desk. So not staring me in the face every day. All right, I'm worried. Okay, and then and picking up the phone and actually calling, there might be another thing. And then it might have to be like, okay. And so maybe that's my, I'm going to share as my one thing. 
is I think there are a lot of challenges to achieving a goal. At the same time, there's lots of opportunities out there to overcome those challenges. And so as you get stuck with a challenge, go back and think of what's the small opportunity that might allow you to move a little bit forward, which at least is going to give you some action, some momentum to get closer to finding the solution for the current challenge and then identifying what the next step is, knowing that there's another challenge coming. And I think that's, you know, part of it is that there are going to be challenges along the way. And if you can come up with strategies to overcome those challenges, to see an opportunity within the challenge that will allow you to take the next step, you are going to move closer, even though it might be very small or minor, it is a step closer to your goal. And I think when you keep taking those little steps before you know it, you're a lot further along than you ever could have imagined that you were. And that goal becomes much more of a reality than, than you ever really thought it was. There are a lot of gems in this episode. I'm going back and listening to it again later today when I have to drive somewhere. Excellent. All right. If you have a one thing that you'd like to share around achieving a goal and the challenges, please feel free to uh, put it in the chat because we know that it'll add value to what's happening. If you're listening to the podcast, we're still not there yet with a way for you to share your thoughts and ideas in the moment. So we would encourage you to go, if you're a LinkedIn person, go to LinkedIn and share uh, your challenges in our group, the Renegade Success Network for Leaders. If you're a Facebook person um, and you worship at the feet of Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, oh, look at you with an editorial comment. Yeah, you know, I thought I'd throw that in. Ch change things up a little bit. <laughs> Uh, we worship at his feet if, if we have a group on there, just saying. Yeah, you're probably right, which is okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't, worship is probably a little strong. Anyhow. Uh, unusual please, for you. I know. I know. Please feel free to just bring a Renegades Facebook group uh, where you can share your thoughts and ideas, your antidote there. And there are a lot of other people sharing them as well. So you won't feel like you're the only one doing it, which will not only allow you to share your value with others, it'll allow you to maybe pick up some value along the way from someone else. and might be the value you need to help you overcome the one challenge that you have and see the opportunity ahead that helps you move closer and closer to your goals. So we look forward to seeing you inside of those groups. If not, see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you. And if you're having a tough moment today, go watch that hitch dance. It's really funny. You'll enjoy it. It'll make you laugh. So might that be the opportunity to help someone overcome the challenge? What if I just go watch hitch? It'll change my perspective a little bit. And then I'll maybe be able to figure out where's the opportunity. In there the you show. go. Yeah, it's a good movie. I've watched it several times. It's a lot of fun. All right, everyone. Go out and make it a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com.
embrace the renegade in you.